0: Welcome to the Evolve Your Game podcast. My name is José Antonio Fernández. I'm a high-performance coach, author, and tennis philosopher. Our mission is to help people to live fuller lives and to tap deeper into their own potential. Hi, Kendra. Good to see you. Good to have you here and I'm so happy to have uh, this conversation with you. Maybe um, what you can do to start is to introduce yourself to the audience, to the ones that are seeing us or listening to us. So I'll just go ahead and. Okay,
1: Um, hi everyone. My name is Kendra Bunch. Um, I'm 24 years old. I um, am a graduate from Drexel University, graduated in 2018. Um, with a degree in culinary arts, minor in business. Um, I'm from Deerfield Beach, Florida. Well, I currently reside in Deerfield Beach, Florida. Um, I am a tennis player seeking a professional career currently, trying to make it on a big stage. Um, been playing tennis since I was about six years old, so it's been a part of my life since longer than I can remember um so yeah trying to make it on the big stage currently and yeah that's that's a summary
0: okay (laughs) great great so uh Kendra my first question to you is uh related to what you said you said six years old and I was um, I'm going to ask you why tennis and not other sport or other thing what brought you to tennis
1: Um, well, actually I was introduced to tennis through my parents and, um, what got them into tennis was Venus and Serena Williams. So you could say that I started playing tennis because Venus and Serena Williams. But when I uh, first started tennis, I actually was doing multiple other sports at once. Like I was doing tennis, I was doing basketball, I was doing swimming, I was doing ballet, um, And eventually I had to pick one sport because it started to get costly to be doing, you know, five or six different sports and tennis seemed to be the sport that I enjoyed the most. And so, um, I decided my sister and I, I have, uh, two older sisters, but my middle sister and I both pursued tennis and decided to stick with that. And here I am today, 24 years old, still playing, so
0: Nice, nice. Uh, <clears throat> I have two two questions very close to uh, to each other. One is, what was your second sport, the the, the sport you liked the after tennis, the, your second best?
1: Um, actually, I would say it would be basketball. I was basketball. also pretty. I was young, but I was still pretty talented, and I'd like to say that I was, you know, one of the best players on the team as well. So.
0: Okay, so it was a tough basketball, decision there. Probably.
1: Be- um. Yeah, you would say that in a sense. Um, but I think I definitely enjoyed tennis more for whatever reason. Um. But yeah, basketball definitely was my second. Would have been my second choice.
0: Okay. Great. Great. Um. So um, I have another question, and it is: What was your parents' role in your in your tennis upbringing? were they very active? Like for example, parents that went with you to the court and fed you balls and, and tried to teach you uh, tennis their own way or, or were they parents that uh, hired coaches to do that job and they step back and they just uh, acted like uh, uh, motivators or, or, uh, or company, what, what was your, your individual case like?
1: So um, both of my parents were pretty involved in my tennis. Um, when I first started out, um, I lived in New Jersey actually and we actually moved to Florida for tennis um, because obviously New Jersey isn't the most ideal state to train as a tennis player because it's cold and you know, Florida is a better state. So we picked up the move to Florida for tennis Um, we moved to Florida, um, they hired a coach and, um, my sister and I, we worked with this coach for a good amount of years. Um, and then it started to get a little bit costly. And so we had to let him go. And then my dad stepped on and became the coach for both me and my sister. And, um, let's just say it wasn't the best dynamic, um, He wasn't our coach for long. Um, We preferred him to be just dad and not dad and coach. So um, that didn't work out for long. And then we um, hired someone else uh, more, um, someone who could be more in the budget. Um, So yeah, my dad was just a coach for just a small portion of like my tennis career. But outside of that, um, I've always, we've always hired coaches for me because we just feel like that's the best situation for me. Parents stay parents and my coach is my coach. So that's how I've always liked it. Even now to this day, like I don't, I don't like when they try to add their inputs into my game. Like I rather just talk about it with my coach and my, my parents just be there for emotional support pretty much. That's how I like it.
0: OK, and, and uh, where are they in the same page with you on that? I mean, they're OK with yeah. just being parents and supporting you from from uh, the, the bench, so to say?
1: Yeah, like they're completely OK with it. Um, they want what's best for me, and they want me to be happy. And if I'm happier with them being on the sidelines, then they're completely fine with it. They don't have a problem okay. with that. Awesome,
0: awesome. Yeah. Great. Uh, then uh, another thing I'm, I'm always curious about uh, tennis players is how was your learning style when you learn, when you pick up a racket, your first years, was it a, a, a technical approach, a tactical approach, uh, a certain a philosophy of uh, the game, uh, was a mental approach? How did you learn tennis? So you, you learn by doing or you, you learn with a lot of uh, instructions? How did um, yes, you
1: experience so, that? So my coach, when we first moved to Florida, um, the very first first coach that we had, he is a very technical coach and focused a lot on technique. So um, that's what I focused on a lot as well. Um, I'm the type of person where I need to like, do things and experience them on my own in a way and feel how I like it to feel before I 100% trust something, if that makes sense. So um, I guess you could say I'm a very experimental tennis player in a sense. Okay. But okay. Um, yeah, definitely, you know, I was brought up as a student um,
0: uh, focusing a lot on technique as well
1: so okay so you
0: so you would say technique was your your way into um, tennis so technical input and then the game
1: yeah pretty much technique was like the primary focus
0: okay interesting yeah and uh, um, so once you were playing tennis for a couple of years let's say what kept you motivated? I mean, I heard from you that your first motivation were uh, uh, Venus and Serena. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then after that, I mean, uh, you got a first input with somebody, but uh, you know, we all know that tennis is a daily thing, so you have to have a daily motivation or something, a puller. What, what, what was your puller?
1: Um, well, when I was really young, I kind of just did it because it was fun. Um, as I got older... I kind of lost that that fun sense in the
0: game. But uh, sorry to interrupt. When you say when I was young, w- how young?
1: Like when I first started playing tennis, like within like the first few years of playing tennis. I okay. did it cuz it was fun.
0: So you um, we're talking about 10, 11, Yeah, like eight.
1: 10 between like between like 7 and 11. Okay. And then I guess once I hit my teenage years, um it wasn't as fun anymore, but I still played. I think because it was just something that had been a part of my life for so long, so it was just like normal for me to just for, for me to play tennis. Like, and so I kept playing. And then as I got around like sixteen, um, college started coming into the picture, and so pretty much I was just playing um, for a free ticket into college to get a full ride into school and to pursue my career like outside of tennis that became my focus
0: okay um, so your motivation has been changing over the years it's, it's not only one thing so it was something at the beginning then at the end uh, the middle something else uh, what and I understood also that what motivates you now is that you're pursuing a tennis career no uh, uh, a spot yeah in, a, in the in the tennis in the tennis world
1: yeah okay. um It's definitely changed throughout the years. Um, Started out playing for fun. Then I just played because I didn't know what else to do. And then I was playing because I wanted to go to college. And now I'm playing because I wanna play professionally on the big stage. So definitely different stages of motivation. Um, I think, um, you know, once I started to find myself, um, is when my motivation kind of changed from pursuing it on a collegiate level to a professional level. Um, I started finding myself. I started feeling more comfortable with myself, and also like on the tennis court. And um, I I got a passion for the game that honestly I probably never had before in my life.
0: And how old were you? Were you there? Be, because it's very related, probably to the to the next question that I have. My next question is, have you ever had a moment of insight in this period? That's something you say, okay, wow, I understood something now. Maybe that was the moment when you realized, oh, I I have a a passion for this game. Uh, Maybe Um, something else. I'm just speculating. But I'm interested to hear from you. When was that moment when you said, oh, I have passion for this game? How old um, were you, more or less? Probably, actually... um... I
1: say like 22 22 when I realized that um when I graduated I realized that because I found myself like always wanting to practice and wanting to get better like prior to that age um like in my junior career and even throughout college like I never got excited to go to practice like it was just like I was just going through the motions it's like okay I have to go to practice Mm -hmm. but now um I want to practice like I want to go to practice I want to get better each and every day I want to improve in any way I can and I just I did I, I realized that actually like I was in the car one day and I was like wow like I I actually have a passion for this game like i feel a love for it that i've never felt before
0: okay and, so you were around 22 when that happened yeah um uh, nice huh interesting to find that that moment no
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah so it gave yeah. you for sure clarity what you were going to do in the next time in the future when yeah. you realize okay this is what i want to do
1: yeah definitely sure,
0: sure. yeah um my, my next question to you, Kendra, is, uh, in your opinion, which one is your biggest challenge right now? Wait, what's the... uh, My My question is, which one is your biggest challenge right now? In your opinion, where are oh. you now?
1: Uh, right now, um, you are talking about relating to my tennis career, right? Yeah. Um, I say right now, my biggest challenge is myself, um, and my mental side of the game more so than my physical side of the game. Um, mentally, I feel like there are certain things that are holding me back, and I do feel like that when I do overcome those mental obstacles that um, my game will elevate to a level that I haven't seen before. Um, tennis is a very mental sport because it's an individual sport. It's not a team sport. So when you're having a bad day, you don't have all your teammates to rely on. You have to rely on yourself. And I, um, I think I've always had someone to rely on, like, you know, like growing up and stuff. And so um, when I decided to pursue like a professional tennis career, it kind of became like just me. And not that I don't have other people that I can't rely on, but it was just more elevated in a sense that I really only have like myself to rely on in most when I want to tennis court especially like if i if i'm in mexico playing a tournament like i can't like call my mom like in the middle of a third set like mom like i'm in the third set and i'm nervous like what do i do like i have to rely on myself um even in college like in tight matches i had my coaches to rely on my teammates like they would be cheering me on like the coaches can be on the court so a coach can talk to you throughout the match um, so I think definitely when I went from collegiate to pro, it was a change for me that I'm still adjusting to. But I do think that when I do, you know, get that aspect together, that you know, it's going to be a different me, like a different player. So,
0: okay, can it be <laughs> that uh, what I'm hearing here is that you are starting to take ownership and responsibility? for your tennis and your game and your results. Is that the way you you feel it? Like, um, Uh, it's, it's about what you do and how you do it. Yeah. Who you are.
1: For sure. Like, um, really like there's no one else to blame whether I succeed or I don't succeed. Like I'm the only person that there is to blame. Um, and yeah i mean pretty much it's on me like you do have a team around you, your coaches around you who are there to help you and want to see you improve but at the end of the day like they can't do it for you like you have to do it for yourself
0: so got it got it i think it's a good a good place to be because uh, i feel when you start to own your story, you have a little bit more um, authorship. You can you can start being really the um, the main actor of your story. Yeah. Uh, g- great. I, I have <clears throat> two more questions for you, um, and one is is there anything in particular that you dream about and why? Um. Yeah. And, it could be a tough one huh? for some people is a void there but i don't know if you have an answer for me it's fine if if you say no i'm not really sure it's, fine. it's also okay
1: um yeah no i i definitely do like i dream about like being in like a grand slam playing like the biggest match of my life and playing just amazing tennis and having my breakthrough because in tennis like it really i love it <laughs> Um in tennis, like it really only takes one good match or one good tournament before you have your your breakthrough. And so I do think about that a lot, like you know, me playing against like a, a big player and getting a big win and having my breakthrough win and feeling like a, a huge, huge burden is like lifted off my shoulders and yeah, I, I dream about that that moment
0: a lot. One question: In that vision, yeah, is that hard court or clay court or grass? What is it? Um,
1: it will be hard court.
0: <laughs> It'll be hard court. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It, and and why do you want that? What what do you think you will get from that?
1: Um. Well, I don't think I would get anything from it. I think I just. Always picture a hardcore because hardcore is my best
0: surface, my favorite no, surface. No, 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 I mean, to fulfilling that dream. What will that give you? What will you become?
1: Oh, oh, well, for one, like I feel like it would just, like I said, a huge burden would be lifted off me. And I feel like I would just be so free, like free to do anything. I would be confident. Um, I don't know. It would just be an amazing feeling to have.
0: Yeah. Just feeling, quest. just feeling free. So this is a quest for freedom. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Okay. Uh, Kendra, I have one last question for you. And this is, is there anything that you have learned from tennis that you can say, I will take this my whole life. This will be with me forever. As long as I live, I learned this as a tennis player. What is that?
1: Um, I've definitely not that I wasn't humble before, but I've definitely became extremely humble in a sense that, um, like you don't take anything for granted. And um, me personally, I know that right now I'm at a position right now where like I haven't had a lot of success. And I know that, you know, it's hard and people are going, you're going to struggle for what you want. Um, and, you know, if I do make it, like, I will never lose that humble feeling because I know what it feels like to be down and to feel like you have nothing and to have your hope crushed sometimes. I know what that feels like and it definitely humbles me. And I think that, like, you know, even, like, past tennis, like, that humble feeling and, yeah, that humble feeling will always be with me. And I think that it's important that, you know, everyone stays humble and doesn't forget that, like, where they started. Because just as quickly as you might get something, you could also lose it. And I feel as if you know, if you're not humble, you could lose whatever it is that you gain. So I think that's definitely like a big um, topic.
0: Is okay. Humbleness. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, I, I uh, definitely. I think this journey of being on the court since you were a, a young girl until now, and to realize that vision that's gonna have a an impact on who you are and the person you are becoming. Um, Kendra, those were my, my questions for you. And um, I uh, appreciate so much um, you giving me a little bit of time and and, and, and transparency also, because, um, I mean, sometimes we don't want to tell or the things we have inside. And I think it's so useful, not only for me. Eh? I, love, I love to hear it. I think for other people and sometimes even for the one who's talking so you can see exactly what what is important for you what you're talking about so thank you so much for giving me this this uh, time to talk you thank you for
1: having me it was fun
0: (laughs) awesome okay so enjoy your free days and uh, I'll see you soon okay see you soon (laughs) bye bye Kendra Thank you for listening to the ideas we shared. I hope we were able to serve you well. See you in the next one.